Good morning, good morning, good morning. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, and you are breathing. Today is Tuesday, April 26, 2022. My name is Stephen Carnegie, and welcome to This Is Just a Thought. Today's word of the day, epicure, which means one with sensitive and discriminating taste, especially in food or wine. Epicure. Hope everyone is enjoying their Tuesday, or will enjoy their Tuesday, I should say, coming off of the weekend. Uh, yeah, I'm a day late. I am. Just saying. Uh, I had to work yesterday, so hey, you know you know how that goes. Um, hope everyone, like I said, enjoys their Tuesday. Uh, weather here in North Carolina is looking pretty good. Temperatures are up in the 80s. Coming off of that lovely, lovely weekend also. Well, we flirted with 90 on uh, one or two days. Man, got to love it. But uh, tonight, later on this evening, uh, actually, we're just saying during that rush hour, around 3 to 5, we're expected to have some rain and thunderstorms. Hey, it's spring. Uh, here comes those, What? how does the saying go? March winds, April showers bring May flowers. I guess we're getting ready to get those May flowers. Man. Uh, I love this time of year, that spring, and also that early fall also. I, I just do. Uh, I hope everyone enjoys that uh, this this warm weather. Before it gets hot, <laughs> before those uh, 90 and above or, or 95 and above, and then here comes the heat index also, uh, enjoy this spring. Just do. I uh, finally got to that yard work, like I've been saying. Uh, wasn't too bad. Wasn't I? Hey. It's something uh, I enjoy doing that also. Have to take some breaks, though. (laughs) I just do. I just do. Not the uh, young warrior I once was. I've learned that. (laughs) But uh, either way, nevertheless, hey, I enjoyed it. I just do. All right. Let's move along here also. Man, it looks like uh, I was going to move to some, some sports. Looks like another super team is out of the playoffs. Well, one of them didn't make it. (laughs) <laughs> and the last bastion of, of hope was the Brooklyn Nets. But, man, they got swept by the Boston Celtics. That Kyrie Irvin, Durant, and the rest of those guys, that super team from Brooklyn, uh, they didn't look so super. I got to be honest with you. They look horrible. Boston Celtics made quick work out of them. <laughs> man. So the Brooklyn Nets are, out, uh, Nets are out of the playoffs, and it's, it's, up, it's Boston. Man, that was surprising. Like I said, that was supposed to be a super team. And they did absolutely nothing. All that talent. It's nothing like I always say. All that talent, and they can't learn how to work together, looks like. And, of course, you know uh, those in the sports world, the commentators, and those uh, guys from ESPN, they've already started the finger pointing and blaming. Uh, maybe, rightfully so. But, uh, hey, I, I, like just like I said, they were supposed to be a super team like the Lakers were supposed to be a super team. And we saw how all of that worked. It was a flop. And that appears to be what has happened with Brooklyn. Although uh, Golden State out on the West Coast, uh, coming out of the West, they're looking pretty good. I don't think you would call them a super team because they, yeah, of course they have uh, uh, Clay Thomas, 
and 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 you know they they have all of the Clay Thomas and and of course uh, what's his name Steph Curry, then they have uh, Draymond Green and and this, but those guys have 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 comfortably fit into role players, so they know their role, and and that's why they're so successful. It's not all about egos. It's, it's about coming together as a team and playing. And in Lakers and Brooklyn, they seem to couldn't get it together to save their their lives because it has shown Brooklyn's out. They're out. Man. Boy, I tell you, it's 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 <laughs> I don't mean to laugh, but man, what in the world was that? Like I said, Brooklyn looked horrible. It just did. Just did. All right. Let's go. Get it. We want to go get it extremely early because there, within the past week, latter part of last week into this weekend, there has come about of two cases of child abuse that has resulted in murder charges, at least for one. And I believe the second one is going to be coming soon because uh, I, I like I, I just don't understand people's or adults and why the, the mistreatment of, or abuse of children, I'll never understand it. You're an adult. You're a parent. You, you have a, a blessing in front of you. If, if you hear anyone say, well, I don't know. Um, I, I can't say that God has ever blessed me. If you have a child, you have a blessing. Or if you have children, you have several blessings. They're blessings. So why someone would go out and, and abuse them, I'm sure I'll never, never know or understand and these two cases are sickening not that they should be separated from any other case of child abuse but these two right here they're just sick i don't know uh i know a lot of people may say well they need help uh maybe they do <laughs> or maybe they don't i don't know but for you to purposely sit there and abuse a child yeah, you got some things going on with you, going wrong with you, I should say. And I think you're gonna you're gonna get dealt with, especially if you get into that prison system. We all know uh, the old saying or the old true belief that uh, inmates in prison, no matter what they have done, if you have mistreated a child or children and the elderly, you are not welcome with open arms. At least not the way you think you are. <laughs> All right. Uh, the, the first case, whew, the first case involves a mother and a grandmother out of New Orleans. Um, <laughs> this case here uh, is, is not a tearjerker or, or uh, for me, it's not a tearjerker or it doesn't tug at your heart. It infuriates me because uh, a mother and grandmother have been charged with of a four-year-old who was forced to drink more than a half bottle of whiskey. And the cause of death, uh, of course, coroner's report came back, uh, acute alcohol poisoning. The blood alcohol content was 0 0.680. You heard me? Blood alcohol content, 0 0.680. That's absurd. And you also heard me correctly. Uh, the child was forced to drink a half a bottle of whiskey. 
Why? According to authorities and according to the grandmother, she caught the child, four years old, sipping out of a, a glass, a cup or whatever that they that she had left on the counter. counter. So she in turn made the child get on her knees in the hallway and finish the rest of the bottle. Grandmother's 53 and the mother is 28. So you know better. You're old enough. You know, you, you, you know way more better than to do this to a child. Now, of course, when authorities uh, got to the scene, to the home, the child was unresponsive. They tried CPR. And I guess they tried to transport the child to the hospital, but it was too late. Rightfully so. Acute alcohol poison, 0 0.680, 0.680, you know, for state levels of DUI or DWI, they don't even go up that high. And who in the world would force a four-year-old to sit there on their knees or kneel there on their knees in a hallway and finish off a bottle of vodka as a punishment? Because you discovered she had been sipping out of your cup. Perhaps you should have put it up a little higher. Or perhaps you were already ripped. Because, uh, you know, after she was, uh, uh, her and the, the daughter was um, uh, arrested or whatever, she said, I may have went too far. Gee, you think? You had time to sober up, didn't you? Now you realize you didn't just go way too far. You went way over the edge head first and you killed that child. Let's not put on the little soft, pretty little ins inspection white gloves. Let's call it what it is. You murdered that four-year-old child. You're a murderer. You and your daughter. Aiden in the bed. Because the daughter said when she left and, and, and went in, she was in the kitchen and she walked out, the bottle was half full. But when she got back, she realized the bottle was half empty. And that's when she went, I guess, went into the hallway or whatever, what have you, and found her child laying on the floor, unresponsive. But you didn't do anything to stop it. Because I'm quite sure that grandmother was wa probably walking around there raising holy hell and you knew full well what she was going to do. Maybe your mother had that much control over you. But whatever the case, overbearing grandmother or overbearing mother or not, you were that child's mother. And you did nothing to stop it. You let it go. There's no excuse for that. There just isn't. There's no logic you can come up with to explain it away for me. And, and, and you know, now the grandmother said I may have went too far. Yeah, you did. You, you, you didn't just didn't go way too far. You went head first into it. And you drug that child down with you. Foolish. Foolish, foolish, foolish. Uh, there's no, uh, like I said, there's no way you can explain it away to me. Maybe some of you other empathetic, sympathy-riddled uh, people can show compassion and understanding on a different level that I can't. But as for me, in my mind, no. At four, the child was four years old. There was no way, no reason whatsoever that child should have been, that should have been done to that child. Nope, 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 nope. No excuse. Um, I'm sure we're going to hear sometime later when, whenever they go to trial, uh, I was abused as a child. You know, the, you, you, you know the stories. You, you hear the gamut all the time. The gimmick. Um, I, I, never, I never understood that part. Uh, you were abused, so didn't you in turn abuse others? Don't understand it. 
Don't want to understand it. Can't give you a pass on this one. And I'm not. I, I just can't believe it. that. And of course, rightfully so, the mother has been, or the grandmother has been charged with first degree murder. Wear that badge, wear that honor. You deserved it. You earned it. You did it to yourself. I'm sure there'll be some prayer warriors and pity party participants that are come to her aid. But I don't think it's going to be that many. Prayer, maybe. Uh, well, not maybe. Uh, you know, as hard as it is for me to uh, to say it, I have to understand and accept and realize because I know better. Everyone does need prayer. But I don't know about the pity party part. You guys can go sit in the corner somewhere. Everyone does need prayer no matter what. And most definitely, obviously, the mother and the grandmother both need prayer. Prayer. 53 and 28 years old, and you made a four-year-old drink over a half a bottle of whiskey as punishment for sipping out of your cup. Wow. Um, this is, you may say that's old school. Uh, yeah, uh, no, no, no. Now I've heard, and I'm sure you have heard also when you were, uh, you know, the kid, the stories from kids that, you know, adults, when they say, when I was such and such age, uh, I got caught smoking cigarettes and my mother or father made me smoke a whole pack of cigarettes. Well, that usually came further on down the line when you were in your teenage years or preteens. I'm sure they wouldn't have done this with, at, at four years of age. I, I rest assured when I say that. I don't think of any, I can't think of anyone or I, I can't remember any story where I heard anything like this. Uh, maybe there is somewhere, somehow, some way down throughout history. This is this is not this has happened before. But uh, no, 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 not a four-year-old. Come on, man. Six, a 0. 0.680 blood alcohol content? What in the world were you guys on? You guys may have been on something a little more than just alcohol. Sweet Jesus, help us all. And let's move on here to North Carolina. <laughs> Another case of child abuse and neglect. Now, this one is neglect and child abuse. And, and this involves uh, two 21-year-old, a male and a female. 21-year-old females. She was the mother of two, uh, I want to say it was a two or, or well, a three-month-old and a, a, a 14-month-old, two babies. So you had one that was three months and you had one that was just over a year. They were both found in a car in Rocky Mount here, uh, unresponsive, unresponsive with burns and bruises in a parked car on the street. On the street. Burned and bruises. So they face, um, which I can't understand this charge. But I, I, dare I say, I can I can gather or guess they will be upgrading these charges. Maybe they have to finish doing their investigation. But so far, they've been charged both with two counts of involuntary manslaughter due to child negligence and two counts of felony child abuse. I think those manslaughter charges should be upgraded to murder. Flat out. After you guys have finished doing your investigation, because I don't think those kids i mean how, how, 
And this is where it gets real crazy and odd with this story here, because they were found unresponsive. Uh, uh, like I said, the investigation is still ongoing, but the latest uh, investigation has revealed they were found unresponsive in a parked car on the street. But where they were was not where they stayed. Now, many people are saying that both the, the both of the, the male and the female, the mother and the boyfriend, they were homeless. Okay, get that, got that, understand that. So they were homeless. Uh, they may have been living out of the car, but um, records show they, they did have an address or addresses. They were at two separate places, of course. And when, the, you know, officials and, well, the news reporters went to those addresses, uh, they got no response from those that lived there. So, yeah, they found these kids out on the streets in a parked car. Now, there's a maternal grandmother, and I believe she's the grandmother of the uh, 14-month-old. And also, uh, there was, a, well, let me backtrack a little bit. There was a 911 call in which that child's father, that 14-month-old I guess somehow, some way, he showed up and he found those kids unresponsive in that car and he called 911 and they, they're saying he was totally distraught. His mater, his mother, the maternal grandmother of that 14-month-old said it took her the whole night to calm him down and he still wasn't calm. And also in the background in a 911 call, you can hear the 21-year-old mother yelling and screaming and, and whatever have you. Uh, that maternal grandmother of that 14 month old, she gave an interview. She said, hey, um, the father, which was her son and that 21 year old girlfriend, they were separated, they were broke up. And that 21 year old female, that 21 year old mother was upset about the breakup apparently. Hmm, a uh, lot of questions. A lot of questions that are leading and answers that are leading towards <sighs> I, I don't want to, you may have just been bitter, angry somehow, some way. So you took it out on these kids. They were found burned and bruised in a parked car on the street. Saturday, I believe it was that Saturday afternoon. Now you have the, the maternal grandmother coming out and she's giving her side of the story. But the kicker for me, the most astonishing thing to me is, and that's why I say these charges may be upgraded, because what happened, they're out on bond. They've been released. Unlike the, the mother and grandmother in New Orleans, they're still locked up. They're, they're not releasing them whatsoever. They face murder charges. They ain't going nowhere. Bottom line. But these two here in North Carolina, they're out on bond. They're out on a $100,000 unsecured bond. The bond was unsecured. And I'm saying, you know, I don't understand the ins and out of the justice system and these bonds, but I just don't see how you can let those two out to walk the street among us. So they're out on a $100,000 unsecured bond and, and rightfully so that maternal grandmother and that, that kid's father, they're raising holy hell. They want them locked up. Just like the maternal grandmother said, they don't deserve to be walking among us. What went through your mind that you thought it was all right or understandable for you to kill these two innocent babies? They were babies. Just were. 
don't care what kind of problems you got going on or what's going on in your life or what's going on in your thimble brain. You don't harm children and babies. You just don't. Like I said, I'm sure there's a lot that's going to come out and they're going to say, oh, woes me, pity party, prayer warriors or whatever, or what have you. Yeah, you may need prayer. You need prayer for what you've done. And, you know, hey, I give you that. But you don't get no pity for me because you, you, what, did you have a hard life. You had a hard go at it. Welcome to adulthood. You were giving, given two blessings. Two blessings. Children are blessings. They just are. That's just how I see it. No matter how much they get on your nerves, and they can't get on your nerves, but uh, <laughs> hey, hey, that's what God gave you those blessings for, for you to rear and show them the right way. And here we have two separate cases in two separate states of straight up murder and child abuse. Ain't no manslaughter. Murder. Ain't no involuntary manslaughter. You didn't make no mistakes because they're saying those kids, those bruises and burns on those kids. Uh, I, I think, or dare I say, once they finish that investigation, they're probably going to find a whole lot of uh, maybe even older bruises and possibly burns on those kids. This, it, it may have been an ongoing thing. Probably was. So uh, because you and the boyfriend had broken up or baby daddy, you and the baby daddy had broken up. You were homeless. You were having a hard go at it. Maybe the kids were irritating you. Oh, boo-hoo. Sound, I'm sorry if I sound so uh, nonchalant about this, but this is absurd to me. It just is. Now, I'm not the standard barrier. I don't hold the holy grail, and I don't hold the, the scales of justice. But this is absurd. It's totally beyond me, like I said earlier, that people would actually have kids and then turn around and abuse them and then expect a pity party. Uh, there, there's video footage of those two coming out of the courthouse. Some uh, lady was holding their hands and they were walking by. Maybe there's something more to the story than what we have now. Like I said, the investigation is still ongoing in this one and also the one in New Orleans, too. Um, maybe, <laughs> just maybe, maybe there's something more, but I, I don't think whatever evidence that is produced, there's not a, enough evidence or, or whatever, what have you, that you can explain this away from me, that two kids are found unresponsive in a car with burns and bruises on their body. There's no way in the world you can explain that away to me. Just can't. You created a totally monstrous, sickening, disgusting, despicable act to harm these children. I shouldn't say harm. Let's call it what it is. To murder these children. Both cases. It just is. There's no other way around it. There's no other term you could use or say that would make me think otherwise. Murder is murder. And these four, the mother, grandmother in New Orleans, the boyfriend and the mother here in Rocky Mount, all four of you are murderers. You just are. 
He murders. Uh, like I said, uh, you, you, you can't give me that pity party nonsense. You're not. I'm not going to roll with that. Uh, maybe it's me. Uh, the heart. Uh, I've never. Um, I don't want to say. Let's just say life to me. I've always been held accountable for what I've done, said, or acted. Never got a pass. And I'm thankful for that because I hold myself up to a, a higher. Uh, I'm not being, I'm trying to be bigger or better than everyone else, but I've always hold myself up to a, a, a bigger standard and I won't allow nonsense and ignorance in my life. And I won't allow myself to do nonsense and ignorance and then step back and say, well, woe's me. I had it hard. <laughs> no, I've always been held accountable. And I thank those that I have always held me accountable, whether I liked you or not. <laughs> I thank you. Um, because it's, it's made me a better person. But these two cases here with these individuals, I, no matter uh, what you say, how you cut it, like I said, a murderer is a murderer and you are murderers. You just are. There's no way around it. No way to cut it. So we'll see what happens. We'll see how this goes. I will keep you guys updated on this because, yeah, these, these two separate cases, they're just sickening to me. They just are. They're, they're sickening, disgusting, unconscionable that you would do this to a child, that you would put a child or children through this because you as an adult are trying to make a point. I don't know what kind of point you could make to a four-year-old that had a, saw a glass or a cup sitting somewhere and decided to have a sip. So you decided to force her and, and dump a, a half a bottle of whiskey down the throat. Don't know what kind of point you were making about that. And to the two down here in North, oh, oh, down here in North Carolina and, and their woes and troubles and worries and homelessness, that ain't no excuse for what you guys did also. I think it's time in this society, like I always said, we need to stop holding these pity parties. Stop with this woes me, your troubles, your sorrows. I understand empathy, compassion, and understanding. And start holding people accountable for their actions. Because this is sickening. You killed. Three children are dead. Murdered. Just sorry. That's, that, that's the catalyst for me. That's the point. That's the topic of conversation for me. Don't care about your woes and sorrows. Don't care about your asinine morality of teaching a child a lesson from sipping out of your cup. Nope, 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 nope. Not going to give you that pass. Don't care to hear it or even think about it. All of you need to be prosecuted to the fullest extent of the law. If you sit in jail the rest of your life, you sit in jail the rest of your life. You just do. Don't care about the economic or social problems. Don't care about, like I said, your asinine logic of trying to prove a, a point or morality because that, there's no way in the world there's mora no morality in that with that four-year-old. Just isn't. Just isn't. Well, I'm going to get on out of here. I got to go to work. Back on the grind again I go. <laughs> well, that's all for me today, and I want to thank you all for lending me your ears this morning. Continue to like, support, share, offer feedback, 
Anchor has a great feature where you can leave a voice response. And I would love to hear your voice. So offer feedback. You can also make monetary contributions. Continue to follow and listen on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Breaker, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Verbal, and WordPress. And also hit that like and subscribe button. So when I put these podcasts out, you'll be notified. You'll be in the loop. <laughs> and as always, thank you for listening. This is Stephen Carnegie for This Is Just a Thought. Amen.